So, um, well, I was going to say good afternoon. Um, my name is John Griffiths. I'm an electrical engineer with Context CA. And this afternoon, I'm here with Bob Hunter from uh, CyberGarden. So, good to meet you. John, yeah. good to see you again, as always. So, so, um, so the reason we're talking is um, I had the pleasure of meeting Bob at the IEEE conference a couple of weeks ago in, in the Bay Area. And... Uh, to say that uh, Bob stole the show would be an understatement. Um, There's a room full of electrical engineers, and Bob started to talk about cybersecurity. But more specific than that is cybersecurity, how it relates to where I live is in um, the built environment and specifically healthcare. So I thought, um, really enjoyed talking with Bob, and we'd start um, a, a podcast or just try a podcast just to share some of the valuable conversation that we've been having and specifically um, Bob's expertise. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. So, um, John and I have had a number of conversations uh, since we met at the IEEE conference focusing on cybersecurity. And uh, as John said, uh, it, it is kind of an eye-opener to a lot of people that the electrical and mechanical and lighting systems that are in these buildings uh, are incredibly vulnerable to hackers and in fact they are being used actively by hackers as back doors to get into data troves and that is the ultimate goal think about it this way john is is people will say well nobody shut down my lighting nobody shut down my electrical nobody shut down my mechanical and i just sit there and say well of course not that's the goose that laid the golden egg. Right. Why would somebody go into that and shut it down and let their presence be known? Right. And one of the things is that it takes on average three months before someone even finds that they have been hacked, post-fact. And okay. one of the reasons for that is that the, the hackers are very clever. They're not going to go in through the front door so everybody can see them in the light of day. They're going to come at nighttime, and they're going to use the back doors. And the perfect backdoor to use is the electrical, mechanical, and lighting systems that also just happen to be connected to a network. Right, right. Well, that's interesting. And, you know, I, I'm aware of some hacks. I guess for me, the most well-known to me was the Target hack that right. happened a couple of years ago. And right. I understand they access the building through, um, through the BMS. They use the uh, BMS uh, credentials to to be able to get into their system and it was a long hack that took a great deal of time for them to be able to move into the to the areas where they wanted to go they didn't specifically use the bms system itself but they used the credentials of that to get in Um, and that is the key um, using back doors and back door credentials to get into the the money part which is where the data is okay so so that was a couple of years ago and you know, I, I know there's been a lot of progress in people being more aware of that, and um, also on the system. So, is this still a, still a problem? It is a big problem, and um, so a couple of things. One of the one of the largest um, hacks in terms of uh, customer data actually went through a rack power distribution unit to ultimately get into the server, and. Most people are familiar with what happened with the Russians shutting down power to the Ukraine. Now that's an example of going into an electrical system not to steal data, but to sabotage things and to shut things down. So the important thing is that once somebody gets into these 
mechanical systems, electrical systems, what have you, they own it. They can do whatever the heck they want to, whether they're going to use that to steal data as a backdoor or they're going to use it to shut down the system. Normally they will not shut it down, but you know what? Can't stop them. Wow, wow. So... Well, that sounds like a big, you know, somewhat of a global issue, but, you know, bringing it down to um, your facility, you know, this affects, you know, through, I guess, the community that deliver and operate buildings. It does. You know, me as an electrical engineer, my clients as building owners, operators. um, So it's a pretty broad topic. So how do we, um, you know, how do we take this issue and break this down into something that we can... um, action on and make our buildings more secure and safer. That's a great point. And, you know, I'll just say in a broad overview, and then I know we're going to talk about that in the next session, but this is a solvable problem. That's the good news. It is a solvable problem. Like any problem, like any engineer, you have to break it into its components. And once you break it into its components, the, the, the solutions to those individual components become more clear. Like anything, there's no one size fits all. You're, you're not going to specify this specific electrical backup power system for every single thing you do. Certain brands and certain types and certain technologies have their own individual strengths and weaknesses. It's no different with cybersecurity. So we'll be talking about that in the next session as well. Great. Well, thank you, Bob. And uh, as I say, we'll follow up in a series of sessions and... Uh, Um, This is really a start of a really valuable conversation. Thanks, John.